Before we get into today's episode, I just want to highlight our podcast sponsor, Switch Research. Are you feeling imperfect, insecure, or inadequate? How do you show kindness, self-acceptance, gratitude, and compassion towards yourself every day? Mental health is a journey, and Switch Research delivers expert guidance along the way. Their mission is to provide you with effective, easily accessible mental health resources to help you become a happier, more resilient you. Switch Research partners with psychologists, clinical therapists, researchers, psychiatrists, and more who have years of academic or clinical experience under their belt to provide evidence-based journals and digital work courses. You can transform negative thoughts into self-love today using our code socialsoul20 at switchresearch.org, and that will get you 20% off your purchase. You guys enjoy, and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Jess. And we are recording the day after Thanksgiving right now. We're giving ourselves one day to edit this and get it out, but that's our life right now. (laughs) Our normal schedule is not working out as per planned, so. I'm actually kind of excited, though, because I feel like today is a pretty laid back day, being Black Friday and stuff. And so I have lots of time to actually edit it and do cool shit with it so I'm like okay I can do this I can get this done I'm like I'm leaving the editing up to you because I'm working Friday (laughs) and Saturday so fine by me um I did want to mention actually a little bit of a life update um I feel like I haven't really given a life update on an episode in a very very long time and I haven't been posting to Instagram much either so people really don't know what the fuck's going on with me right now and I I feel terrible for it it's (laughs) funny because I feel like the podcast is the one area that people are getting the most vulnerable side of me like you actually get to know what's going on in my life because I'm not posting that shit on social media either. Yeah, and I kind of like that. And I think that that's what's made it easier for me not to post to social media is knowing that we have this podcast, though. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I do talk about some pretty funny and vulnerable shit on this podcast. Yeah. So if you really want to get to know me, you better be listening to my fucking podcast. <laughs> Once a week. Um, but yeah, so I want to start... Um, I guess with a dating update because I haven't really given that to the people lately. Um, Nothing too exciting happening here. Um, (laughs) Just doing online dating. Um, Went on a few dates with somebody and it's going okay right now. So we'll we'll see what happens. I don't, you know, I kind of go through slumps where I feel like very unmotivated and just not into life in general. So I did go through that recently and I'm like, am I falling out of like with this person or am I still into this? I don't know, but Mm -hmm. I'm giving myself grace and I'm just going with the flow and taking it slow seeing what happens yeah well it's hard because you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself in the early days you also don't want to get your hopes up too high for somebody but then you also don't want to be pointlessly dating unless that's really what you want to be doing exactly and I don't have the energy to be pointless dating Mm -hmm. so I'm like I have to do it with you know some sort of roadmap of what I want my life to look like because I don't have the energy to just go out on a bunch of dates so I'm doing it. It's it's very overstimulating, which is perfect for the episode today. But yeah, so that's my dating update. I will continue to keep all of you updated if anything changes. Um, I will say I did text my ex yesterday. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
it no, went fine. Like it or? went fine. No, it went fine. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I feel like I want to send this text right now. And so I was like, I'm going to. And I just said, happy Thanksgiving. And we had a short conversation and that was it. So oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm go- like, it was good. Yeah. But it's not like you guys ended on horrible terms. Yeah. And I, I mean, just know it's been a little rocky. We were together like for like the last holidays. So it's like. I don't know. It's just weird, you yeah. know, when you're like the first time without each other. And so I'm sure yeah. anybody going through a breakup is probably experiencing that kind of feeling right now. I'm pretty sure people get texts from their exes all the time on holidays. So I'm definitely not the only one out there that did it. That's for sure. <laughs> like, we'll have to put our poll on our Instagram <laughs> stories and ask if anybody else texted their ex. Yes. Did you text your ex or did your ex text you? Please tell us. Okay, um, I can forget. tell you no. Yeah. For me. <laughs> I'll answer that question. Oh, my God. That did not happen to me. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And I also did want to mention because I found some – well, I have two really good show recommendations, TV show recommendations that I want to mention because they're consuming my life right now and so I feel like other people need to know about them so funny (laughs) um the first one is called the great and it's about the empress of Russia Catherine the great um I don't know how much of it it is a truish story because I'm not really a history buff so I I don't know that yeah you're like I don't know if these are real people real things I don't know if this is based off of loosely based off of a real situation in life or not but um I feel like I've heard of Catherine the Great before, but that might just be like a classic name that totally. royals have had. I yeah. don't know. Anyways, it's on Hulu, right? Is that what I said it's on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on Hulu, um, and it is hysterical. So it's, if you remember when we were growing up, Dakota Fanning, the actress, it's her little sister, okay, Elle Fanning, that's the main girl in it. Um, and then the guy, oh, his first name is Nicholas. I don't remember his last name, but he's the main guy in the movie Warm Bodies, the zombie movie. Um, and I've always loved him, too. So, like, they're the two main characters mm-hmm. in it. And it's obviously set back in, like, Russia, Empress and Emperor days um, with a bunch of, like, a big royal family. Mm-hmm. And he's the emperor, and then she is actually from Germany, and they, like, ship her in to marry him to become the empress of Russia. Mm-hmm. And she, ba- they basically decide that they hate each other and that they, like, are not attracted to each other at all, yeah. but they, like, have to be married because that's what the people are telling them to do. And so what I love the most about it is it's a very vulgar show. Very vulgar show. It's basically, oh like... Everything that they really want to say that they weren't supposed to say back then. So, like, they're just, like, dissing each other the whole time and, like, just saying the cruelest things to each other. But then, like, it's just, it's it's a a humor. Yeah, it's like a comedy. Yeah, I don't know what they classify it as. Maybe satirical is what it would be. That's the word I was looking for. That's exactly what it is. But it is so funny. I laugh so hard yeah. when I watch it, and I just love the main characters in it. Actually, there's quite a there's I love every character in it to be honest, um, even the people that I didn't know until I started watching it. Mm-hmm. But highly recommend it. The great on Hulu. <laughs> the great on Hulu. Okay. Yes. What's and, the other show? Um, the other show is a show that I'm sure people know, but the fourth season just dropped yesterday. 
Selling Sunset. Oh, I did see that on Netflix. I'm so fucking excited. I got home last night and I went on to Netflix and I literally saw it and I knew it was supposed to come out at the end of this week, but I kind of thought it would be like tonight or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I realized it was on last night. I watched the first two episodes. I was like, fuck yes. I literally get so excited about it. These people in this show are so bougie and I can't relate to them at all, but I find it so interesting. Is it kind of like a Vanderpump Rules type show? But bougier. But yes. Okay. And they just sell houses. Yeah. It follows like one of the biggest real estate companies in LA. Okay. um, The Oppenheim Group. What a smart PR move, too. And, you know, what's super interesting about it is that the first season versus, like, now the fourth season, like, watching the premiere of the fourth season, I'm like, these people have a lot more money than they did when they started this show. Totally. Not to say that they were bad off when they started it because they were still rich people living in L.A., but now they're, like, on a whole Mm -hmm. other level of money. I mean, they're... They're making like million dollar commissions on their That's houses so that they're wild. selling. So now. they're really expensive houses. Yeah. <sighs> but I just fucking homeless people. That's I know. So right. But I just I love the production of it and how like you get to see all the houses that they're selling and they do like cool like walkthrough views of all of the houses. Yeah. Like I love real estate and houses in general. Mm-hmm. So that side is super interesting to me. And then I also get my, like, trash reality TV yes. side. So it's literally the perfect show for I'll me. I'll have to try it. You need to. I'm literally, I'm going to make you sit down and watch an episode Well, with I'm me. still in the midst of watching Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. So I tend to watch shows, like, all the way through and yeah. then, like, move on to another show. I watch, like, four shows at the same time. It's That's way too complicated for it me. De- it depends on my mood. I'm surprised it's not overstimulating for <laughs> you. I'm like, how do you remember the plot lines? Like, sometimes I'll even get plot lines confused. Oh, really? Yeah, that yes. doesn't happen to me. I actually think it's less stimulating doing it this way because I'm picking my show dependent on how I'm feeling at the time. So, like, if I'm not in the mood for dirty comedy then I'm not gonna watch the great because that's not yeah. what I want that makes right sense. now and then yeah. I'll watch girlfriend's guide to divorce because it's easy and it's like light and funny light and funny yeah, yeah. and then if I want something dark I'll watch like dope sick mm-hmm. but that's so hard to watch because you have to be in like the right frame of mind to know that you're about to watch something really fucking depressing yeah if anybody hasn't seen that highly recommend that yeah, too it's, it's on a, Hulu yeah but. and that's based on a true story yeah the opioid epidemic yeah and purdue pharma yeah but that's a deep one you definitely have to like be prepared to watch that kind of show but that's why i watch so many different ones and i love it you can always pick and choose yeah but highly recommend selling sunset if you aren't watching selling sunset like Haley, then you're just i don't know what you're doing with your life (laughs) nobody's ever like actually told me to watch that show though seriously Mm mm-hmm that's I remember so crazy when I me. found out you hadn't seen Vanderpump Rules and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. You're snoozing on this. You know so. what's funny, though, is the reason I didn't watch Vanderpump Rules is because I didn't realize it was about a bar. I thought it was about real estate company. And I think I was thinking of Selling Sunset in my mind because mm-hmm. I think it came Selling Sunset came out just a few years maybe Probably. after Vanderpump. But I remember being like, I wouldn't. that's not what I want to watch. <laughs> Like reality TV about a real estate company? Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like that would interest me. And then you told me it was about a bar. And I'm like, wait, I've worked in so many bars. Why have I not watched this? Mm-hmm. And now I'm obsessed with the real estate reality TV show. It's funny how life changes that like that. That is so weird. 
But yeah, did you have um an update that you wanted to update our listeners with? Oh, well, I mean, I feel like I just have a lot going on right now. Like I feel overwhelmed because my mom has a surgery coming up, like a big major surgery. So that's been like the main kind of thing in my life. And I have just kind of started telling friends and stuff like that. But yeah, that's been going on. So that's later this month. And I feel overwhelmed by like the idea of caring for her, obviously hoping that she is okay and all of that. So yeah. Yeah. That's that's a, for me. that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then I mean like I am excited about like our house decorations coming along like that's yeah. actually an exciting thing like we hung up our blinds in our house and stuff finally yeah so that's exciting yeah they've been doing work on the house it looks great it's slowly coming together it really is um I will say that I did tell my dad about your mom's surgery yesterday mm-hmm. because I felt bad that he didn't know yet yeah because she gave him such a hard time when he like had a health issue and he mm-hmm. didn't tell her about it I was like dad I'm gonna tell you this because I feel like you deserve to know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, but I don't know. She probably doesn't want you to know. She no, I feel like my mom is the type that actually wants everybody to know. But she doesn't want to have to tell anybody. She doesn't want to have to ask for any, ask for help. Okay. So I think that sometimes like calling somebody and saying, hey, this is happening might it's feel like a awkward. little weird for her. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I was like, I hope Gina's not mad at me for this. No, but she won't be mad. Okay. Not at all. But yeah, he was he was asking me all sorts of questions. And I was like, I, I don't know, but I feel like she might appreciate it if you call her and talk to her about it. Ask yeah. her about it. Now that yeah. I told you, you guys have that. They, our parents have a great friendship, by the way. So yeah, they can spend like hours on the phone. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. So weird. Okay. So let's. Let's get into the episode. Yes, let's get into the episode. Um, today's episode is a, kind of just about like tips on how to deal with overstimulation. Um, and that could be for people with chronic illness or people with not chronic illness, because as a human being, you get overstimulated. It's not just having a chronic illness that gets you overstimulated yeah. in life. Um, obviously, if you have a chronic illness, you know, there might be more specific things that you need to do as far as maybe more aggressive ways to like combat it and maybe it hits you a little bit harder. I don't know. It's different for everybody, but um, this is really a perfect episode to record right after Thanksgiving because for me, going to a family holiday is very overstimulating. Mm -hmm. So I definitely had to use my entire toolbox yesterday in dealing with it and making sure that I was going to be okay today in order to still be able to work yeah. um, because one thing for me is if I get super overstimulated my body just crashes and yeah and it's not just a physical crash it's a mental and emotional crash too I'm just yeah. like completely drained and all I want to do is stay in bed under the covers for like three days and it's fucking horrible and I just went through this like last week this happened to me so I was yeah. just like shit like I don't want this to happen two weeks in a row Mm -hmm. I need to be on top of this can you just explain like what overstimulation would feel or look like for somebody like what what is this like for you like what does it mean really so uh, I know this is slightly different for everybody so me explaining what it's like for me might not be what it's like for somebody else Mm -hmm. um but for me with like my chronic illness that I deal with when I get overstimulated The first thing that actually happens to me, which is so interesting, and I think this has to also do with like EMFs because I'm highly sensitive to like 
electromagnetic uh-huh. frequencies and stuff. Um, so I can get super overstimulated from like being on my computer all day. But the first thing that happens to me, the first sign that I'm getting overstimulated is my hands start to tingle. And I'm always like, what the fuck? Like, why is my hands tingly? Mm -hmm. And that's like my first sign to be like, okay, you need to like step away from life and like sit on the back seat for a little bit and Mm -hmm. just kind of like hide out. Um, The other thing is I get super bad brain fog. So I had like one day last week at work where I literally was I told my boss, I was like, I'm pretty much useless today. Like I can't think at all. Um, I get super easy, like my anxiety spikes really bad. So if something starts to go wrong or somebody asks me a question that I don't know the answer to when I'm in that state, I get so overwhelmed and nervous and I get like just nauseous and yeah, it's like a ton of things. Um, Physically, I'm just super fatigued, so I feel like I can, like, barely stay awake. Um, just want to sleep, obviously. Um, what else? Sometimes my gut issues will come back, like, full force. So I'll start to, like, everything I eat will, like, kind of just, like, run through me real quick. Mm-hmm. And that's also a sign that I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm going too hard. I need to slow down um, kind of thing. And okay. I would consider overstimulation being me pushing myself too hard Mm -hmm. I push myself too hard is then I get overstimulated Mm -hmm. and I need to like take a step back so yeah I'd say but it's a little bit different for everybody well and I'm sure it's like situational too like there is like you mentioned the work stuff like being on your computer but then being in a group setting yeah probably bring up totally different sorts of issues yeah so things that can trigger it for me is obviously like I said EMFs um loud talking like a lot of people in a room talking at the same time is super overstimulating for me I am like complete shit when I go into like meetings with like multiple people in it and Mm -hmm. like I'm having to like jump back between like different people talking and then my brain is just like what the fuck is happening like like slow the fuck down people (laughs) um which is so crazy because I can think back to how many meetings I was in all the time before I got sick right and it was never an issue Mm -hmm. and now I sit in a meeting and I'm just like I don't even know what the fuck's happening (laughs) you guys gonna explain this to me afterwards because somebody gonna send a follow-up email (laughs) about this because taking the meeting because I am tuned the fuck out right now (laughs) um but yeah so what else can cause it um vibrations so like riding in a car for a really long time can do it um Mm -hmm. that one doesn't affect me too much but um I know it affects other people like way worse than me too. Um, what else? There's so many freaking things. Lights can be super overstimulating. So like I, I mean, I went to a concert one time that had flashing lights and I ended up passed out in the middle of the crowd. So I've even been thinking like in our living room, Dustin just got a way bigger freaking TV. And so when that's (laughs) on and then the Christmas lights in the house, I'm like, holy shit like this I feel like would be overstimulating does it feel overstimulating to you yeah yeah I've had to unplug the Christmas lights I'm like yeah I can't I feel like lights are a pretty common thing whether you have chronic illness or not for people to easily get like overstimulated yeah. by or like just triggered by or just be like I need the lights off like yeah. let's just turn the bright fucking lights yeah. off right now but there's so many times where I'm like wanting to wear my sunglasses like inside of a building and I'm just like, I 
I don't do it because I feel stupid when I do it, but I shouldn't feel stupid. I should just can do it because it doesn't matter. And realistically, people will just think you're hungover. Exactly. Uh, that's all. Okay. That's also the other thing. When I get super overstimulated, I live a hangover. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't drink to get this hangover and it's so frustrating because yesterday I had a sober Thanksgiving and today I woke up literally feeling hungover. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is so unfair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all of my relatives just throwing back cocktails all day long. Yeah. Here I am having my non-alcoholic beer and then they probably all feel fine today. And yeah. I'm like, have a headache and feel like I drank a bottle of vodka yesterday. I don't I don't feel as bad as I would if I hadn't done any of my like the tips that I'm going to share with you guys because those are definitely what kept me like able to bounce back from it today but well let's get into it okay so my first tip if you are in a situation or in a group of people or out somewhere I guess it's really any situation but if you're somewhere where you feel like you're starting to get overstimulated or overwhelmed or anxious or just not feeling right or feeling like yourself my number one tip would be to definitely take yourself out of that situation Um, obviously you might be in a situation that you can't get out of you know I don't know what your situation is But if you can, take yourself out of the situation, maybe just momentarily, maybe just for 10 minutes, like go outside. I can't tell you, hide in the bathroom, hide in a quiet room, go outside, go for a walk down the street, and then like just kind of give yourself that chance to recharge and get back to like your baseline Mm -hmm. and then go back into the situation. And then, you know, if it happens again, do the same thing. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I went at my family Thanksgiving yesterday went and stood in the pouring down rain outside (laughs) just to get away from people. I froze my ass off. I'm a very cold person. I'm cold all the time. I didn't really enjoy standing out in the rain in the cold, but it was the only place in the house that's quiet is outside the house because they're literally in every room. So I'm like, this is what I have to do. And you know, it, I just, every hour or so I just go stand outside for 10 minutes and just like, I don't know go on my phone or yeah I also have a weed pen with me that I bring which is also another one of my tips um for me it helps it doesn't help everybody but smoking weed helps me like calm my nervous system in those Mm -hmm. kind of situations so if I'm starting to feel anxious or overwhelmed I'll go outside just hit my weed pen a few times um and wait till it kind of hits hits me a little bit and then I'll go back in and I'll feel more like relaxed Mm -hmm. and at ease with the overwhelming situation. I was just thinking about how I had to bring the dog outside to go to the bathroom during Thanksgiving yeah. yesterday. And that would be a perfect excuse to oh get my out God. of the house. And I used to use that excuse all the time. Mm-hmm. I literally would be like, yeah, got to take the dog. <laughs> See you in an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she takes a really long time to shit. Sorry. <laughs> we found the perfect spot, though. Don't worry. Um, another thing that I always kind of pack with me when I go places, um, is Alka-Seltzer Gold. I don't know why this works. It's an alkalizing type thing that you put in your body. And for me, it calms my nervous system. So it does the same thing as like the weed pen does for me. Mm -hmm. Just literally settles me. 
I just like make a glass of that and chug it and I instantly feel better. I don't know the science behind this. It's people magic. ask people ask me the science behind this all the time and I really should look it up because I have zero <laughs> idea why this works. Um, I've heard of this working really well for people with chronic illness, so I don't know if you don't have a chronic illness or any of those health issues, if it would affect you the same. I don't know. Worth a try because you can get it at the grocery store. <laughs> so yeah. It doesn't hurt you, so always worth a try. Um, the other thing I did when I got home last night was I did a castor oil pack like immediately when I got home because okay. that actually like stimulates dopamine in your body. So weird. I know. Very weird. So I put the castor oil pack over my liver, um, which is like the number one place to put it, but you really can put it anywhere on your body. Um, they even make ones for your thyroid now. So you can like literally just wrap it around the front of your neck, which I feel like I want that one just to try it out. I don't have thyroid issues that I know of. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but never had anything show up. But I'm like, that just sounds nice. It does sound really nice. Like just a warm castor oil pack on like the front of your neck. Like who wouldn't want that? I know. Um, I can link the brand too that I um, got my castor oil pack from because it is a messy thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so I like splurged and bought a nice pack so that I don't have to like deal with the oily mess that most people do because people try it and then they're like, I can't fucking do this this is a pain in the ass the pack that I use is super easy yeah well I feel like it's important for things like that to be convenient mm -hmm. because you probably would not have wanted to do that when you got home last night nope had it been super messy and something you have to clean up so yeah um and I highly suggest using like a hot water bottle or something to put over the pack to create the heat because the heat just makes it act better um faster into your system um I also have like a heated blanket so I'm sure if you like wrapped yourself up in a heated blanket that'd probably do the same thing just Sounds as long cozy. as it's touching the pack but I like that it always instantly makes me feel better because of like the dopamine hit I just feel like happier and more relaxed as soon as I do it so That's highly awesome. suggest doing that at like the end of your day um it will make you have an amazing bowel movement the next morning I will <laughs> let you know that it <laughs> it's quite alarming though because you literally wake up and you're like I got to go shit right now. <laughs> it's not like a, like a fast, like diarrhea shit, but it's like a, a full on, like I'm ready to shit right yeah, now. This is insane. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even need your morning coffee. Yeah. You're ready to go. Wow. <laughs> but I like it cause you can clear out your system. Um, another tip I have is Amazon actually sells a brand of these and I don't remember the name, but I can put it in the show notes. But they're called like noise reduction earbuds or something. They're not noise canceling. Um, you can still hear everything, but they bring the noise down to like the perfect level. Mm -hmm. So you can literally stick them in at like a family gathering um, or like at a concert or at any place like that that's super loud and overstimulating. Yeah. You put those in and it just literally brings it down to a level to where it's not overstimulating. Wow. And I've used those many times and I love them. I yeah. love them a lot. So I will um, put a put the name of those or a link to them in the show notes. Yeah, that sounds so helpful. Yeah, super helpful because you can still hear everything that's going on. And that's what I don't like about like noise canceling because it's like you have to like turn it on and off, on and off if you're like yeah. actually out somewhere. This is like you're still aware of everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. 
Um, another tip is, and I know not everybody's probably into this kind of tip, but um, meditation. Do a meditation like before you go somewhere that you know is going to be overstimulating. Mm-hmm. Do a meditation when you get back from somewhere that's overstimulating. I've like left my family and gone to another room and done a 10 minute meditation and then gone back to like the family gathering. Yeah. That's helpful too. If you, if you can find a space to do it in the middle of wherever you are, but obviously that's a little bit difficult sometimes if you're like at work or at a concert or something like that, you can't, (laughs) but, um, yeah, do it before so that you can like settle your system and Mm -hmm. prepare yourself and then do it after to like bring yourself back down from the overstimulation. Yeah. I was trying to do like a visualization in the car (laughs) on the way from one Thanksgiving dinner to the next because we were fucking running late, of course. What kind of visualization? That's a really fucking hard word. (laughs) Visualization? Well, it's something my therapist had walked me through earlier in the week. Yeah. So it was just like kind of trying to release like the anxiety and the tension. So I just was like imagining being in a certain place and then like letting it go although I swear it was so fucking hard to do it just when I am late somewhere I I can't hang I get so anxious I it's crazy I get really anxious being late too I'm not good at being late I don't know why time does that to me I really don't get it and the fact that like we made up time too like time was created by us and it still stresses us out well when you're (laughs) I mean, like trying to be on somebody else's schedule too. Yeah. Like that's when I'm like, shit, we're like 30 minutes late. They're expecting us. Then, I, yeah. I think that there is peace of mind in realizing that you don't always have to be on other people's schedules. You know, yeah. like I feel like I was before I got sick. I was very much like whenever, but somebody else told me you got to be there at 3:30. I'm like, I gotta fucking be there at 3:30. Now I'm like. I can't be there at 3.30. Like, I'll be there when I can be there. Yeah. Like, I, obviously, it's yeah. not always easy to do that. Well, but I, I, I am more comfortable, like, being stern about that. Like, no, yeah. like, that doesn't work for my day schedule. I can get there at this time. Like, sorry. That's yeah. just how it is. It's so funny. <laughs> no, we were, like, running late to our first Thanksgiving dinner. It wasn't even the second one. So then I'm like, I know that we're then going to be behind for all of this other shit. And I'm like, God, we should have just left like 30 minutes earlier. And then I'm like, I look at Dustin and I'm like, why didn't you get the shower earlier? (laughs) It's just not good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My last big tip that I had is um, very much one for like if you're going out somewhere. And (laughs) that is to like wear or bring a change of comfy clothes with you. Oh. So yesterday, I, for my family Thanksgiving, I got picked up at 9.30 a.m. I didn't get home until 11. So fucking late. So I was all day, like, driving around and, like, seeing my family. And I wore jeans. So I put on jeans at 9.30 in the morning. I am not somebody that can wear jeans that fucking long. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, especially after eating Thanksgiving food, like, I'm sorry. Let me take these off. But I look six months pregnant after I eat Thanksgiving dinner. And how am I supposed to wear the same pants? It's just not it's not realistic. So I brought sweatpants um, with me in my bag. And after dinner, I just changed into my fucking sweatpants. 
I'm like, nobody in my family like really, really dresses up. So it's not like I'm like sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which could be awkward for some people. If their families like really get into Thanksgiving yeah. wear. Um, but I did notice a couple people like looked at me because they saw that I changed into sweatpants. They're just jealous. And they're, they're like people that I like don't know as well. Uh, they're like friends of the family. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, but this is me. Okay. Just accept it. Uh, yeah, I considered wearing sweatpants yesterday. Yeah, I considered wearing it the entire day. Yeah, you're smart, though, for bringing them. Yeah. I should have done that. And then I had, like, an hour drive home, too, so then I got to have my sweatpants for the drive home. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was nice. Highly suggest it. Um, buy it. Okay, you can literally get sweatpants that are li- – you're literally allowed to wear them as a normal outfit these days. No, sweatpants totally. are not as taboo as they used to be. No, can we just talk about that? Yeah. Can we say thank you to COVID for that? Yes. Because I wear sweatpants basically everywhere. Thank you to COVID. Thank you to Nike for making joggers that mm-hmm. people decided to make fashionable. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they started this trend. Yeah. Joggers <laughs> for sure. And now I can fucking wear sweatpants and make it into a cute outfit. And I'm like, wait, what? This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing (laughs) totally so yeah that's my last tip is just wear or bring some comfy clothes yeah that's all I really had though for I'm sure there's more that I could think of but right now that's all that's coming to my mind um well very like practical things that you can actually implement and do in these sorts of situations yeah I like it and as always sometimes you just might need a few days to recover if you do get super overstimulated, I have a lot of tips that I do for myself and I still go through big crashes of overstimulation where mm-hmm. I'm like down and out for a few days. I'm just not myself and I just need time to rest and get back to that baseline. So it's like it can still happen if it does happen. That's just part of life. Definitely part of being chronically ill. So like just know that other people are dealing with the same thing. You take those three days. You Make sure that you watch Selling Sunset while you're down and out <laughs> and you drink your Alka Seltzer Gold <laughs> in your fucking sweatpants. That's just what you do. <laughs> That's so perfect. Okay. Um, and as always, you guys, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. We need more reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't know what that really does for us, to well, be honest, just- but I like to see them. <laughs> Well, yeah, it is an ego boost unless we get one star reviews. Um, Don't leave a one star review. (laughs) But it's just a great way for more people to find us, see what the podcast is about. Just leave a review, say what you like about it, maybe what you don't like if there's things you don't like. Um, It just helps other people find the show and connect with us. Yeah. And follow us on Instagram at Social Soul Podcast, on TikTok at Social Soul Podcast, even though we never post to TikTok, but that's okay. We would post if more of you followed us. Um, <laughs> you're making that <laughs> promise, <laughs> says the girl who hasn't posted on Instagram in like half a month. <laughs> uh, no, we will. We will. But yeah, that's it for today's episode. I hope that this was helpful. Um, hope and you had happy holidays. Yeah. I hope you had a good holiday. I hope you have good more holidays coming up because they are definitely not over and if there's anything as always that you guys are interested in us speaking about on these podcast episodes please dm us and let us know yep thank you guys for tuning in we'll catch you next time bye guys